We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Okay, let's go. The Knicks win. The Knicks destroy, completely destroy the Atlanta Hawks. 143-120. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, this is a place for you. Of course, you, you realize right now, CP is not here for the win, which only means one thing. <laughs> the CP curse is real. The CP curse is real and still alive because the Knicks actually won Held on from the first quarter on to the fourth. Damn near wire to wire. 143 to 120. The Knicks have not scored this many points since 1980. Shout out to a lot. Great win. I repeat, the Knicks have not scored this many points since 1980, ladies and gentlemen. It got real. It got really well. And I was upset. I know everybody was looking at this game like, oh, Randall, here we go. The, the game started off with Randall doing a little bit too much. But it didn't get out of control because the Knicks, after that, proceeded to pass the ball. Ended the game with 30 assists. Whose team is this? <laughs> Whose team? Whose team is this, man? 30 assists by the Lonely Knicks. And from the start, R.J. Barrett was not having it. Was going to the hole with gusto. Every single time down the court. Finishes with 26 points, 6 rebounds, and 1 to 6. 76% from the field. He could not stop this man. He saw his old man, Cam Reddish. He saw his old nemesis, DeAndre Hunter. It did not matter. He took it to the hole every single time. Marcus Morris. The guy on the tray blocks, drops in 22-4. I was a little upset he didn't pass the ball left to me. But still efficient game from Marcus Morris. 54% from the field. 
The Knicks look great, man. The Knicks, the Knicks look great. There was no letdown. Love what I saw from Morris. I even like that Julius Randle in the spirit of passing the ball. He gave it a nice little, a nice little pass to RJ Barrett on the back cut, man. Great win. Great man, yo. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Lewis, Michael Parker. Shout out to Michael Parker for the super chat. Shout out to Brooklyn Charlie Fires, HB Mac. The Knicks win. The Knicks win. The CP curse is alive. I don't know where he at, man. He should have been here for this one, though. He should have been with. He should have been here for this one. Oh, pivotal point of the game. Knicks and Hawks were going back and forth. Alfred Payton enters the game, gets two quick fouls. The masterful Trey Young, he, he's really good at drawing these fouls. Let me tell you. Like every time he goes, every time he calls pick and roll, first of all, he's giving the Knicks fits all night with the pick and roll. And every time he comes off that pick, he kind of flails his body into the defender and draws fouls. And Alfred caught two quick ones. But you know what? It's okay because DSJ came in the game and made an impact. He gave you eight points. He gave you five assists. He gave you 60%. 60% from the field goal. DSJ is getting right, kid. Didn't even have to go to G League. Look at that. Now, I don't want to get too excited because, look, when Trey Young sat down, that team is abysmal. They can't do anything. They can't catch. They can't shoot. Trey Young had a hell of a game today, but they they flat out can't even catch his passes, man. That that kid needs help. That, that kid absolutely needs help. But shout out to the Knicks and shout out to Mike Miller who kept these guys focused. Because even when DSJ was going on, I felt like he started to get upset that he, a cause wasn't going his way. Trey Young hit an easy three when DSJ didn't even attempt to fight over the screen. And then right after that, Kevin Knox falls asleep. And his man scores an easy layup. Miller calls a timeout. Boop, stops the bleeding right away. Great coaching by Mike. And the same thing happened in the second half when he saw the Knicks were slipping. And it wasn't being consistent. And it was lapsing on defense. Mike Miller gave another quick missile. Whistle. Good timeout by Mike. I love the way he managed the game in general. Only thing I wasn't sure about, I mean, Frank didn't get that many minutes. But that's okay for the night. It was about DSJ and Alfred Payton who gave you nine assists. Also, man, look, there's a lot to go around, man. There's a lot. There was a lot of Knicks players in double figures. Morris, Randall, RJ, Mitchell Robinson. Bobby Portis, Kevin Knox, six players, six players in double figures. The ball was moving today. And I'm really happy for Kevin Knox because you know I've been killing Kevin Knox here in the chat. You know this. But Kevin Knox is pretty efficient today, giving you 17 points. 50% from the field. Um, And he went off from three in the fourth quarter. I think he like three threes in the fourth quarter. And the thing that I liked about Kev is he's aggressive, the shot was dropping, and it seems like Mike Miller is, you know, he he's concentrating on getting Kev some looks. Because even the game before, I noticed that it seemed like they was running some plays for Kev. They're not, they wasn't just letting him be in the corner. 
There's these little curl plays that they like to run for, for R.J. Barrett. They were actually running him for Knox and was getting Knox in the rhythm. It was one. It was interesting because there was one point in the game, Knox was like, yo, I'm hot. He passes the ball to Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton dribbles. Knox was demanding the ball back. He was clapping at him like, yo, give me the ball. Now, when he got the ball, he didn't score. But still, overall, great game by Kevin Knox. There wasn't really that much to be mad about this game. Also, you got to shout out Mitchell Robinson, man. Mitchell Robinson gives you 22 and 13 today with 16 points and then and four from four from three-point line. The few times the Knicks took bad shots today, those few times Mitch was there to clean it up. He did everything for the Knicks, man. Offensive rebounding. He played defense, he blocked shots. He even gives you point guard play when he's playing the passing lanes and going out for fast breaks and finishing off fast breaks with dunks. You got to shout out Mitchell Robinson, man. Mitch Robinson did a great, had a great game today. Shout, shout out, yo. Shout out to everybody on that chat, man. Hit that thumbs up, man. Knicks win. The CP curse is still on and popping. My man is in Cali right now. He had to travel, so he let me take over. Man, I'm ready. I'm ready to get some calls in here, man. I'm ready to get some calls in here. It's been a great win. I love it. Mike Miller. Already. Mike Miller already. Three and three. Three and three. It took Fizz... I don't know how many, how much time to get four wins. Mike Milley is already three and three, fifty percent win streak as a coach. We have some tough games ahead, though. We have to play the Miami Heat. We have to have to play the Milwaukee Bucks. So I don't expect this win streak to last that long. But this is a good test for Mike Miller to see what's what. It's a good test. You know, it also, it's also good to see what we hold, what kind of trade value we hold today, man. What? Because now that Mike Miller is here, we get to really see what these players are made of. We get to really see if Julius Randle is as bad as we thought he was. We get to really get the, the, the max out of Marcus Morris. And we might also get to raise the trade value of lowly guys who probably didn't have trade value before, man. We'll see if Kevin Knox's value goes up. We'll see if L. Payton's value goes up. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how this guy goes. Uh, I don't see M- MTV. I don't see Dave, Dave, Dave. Are you here, Dave? To screen the calls. We going blind with the calls. So I don't, I do not know who's calling. I'll be finding out as soon as I hit the button because I do not see Dave. Maybe he's asleep. Sleeping through this next one. Maybe he got homework. Shout out to, M- Shout out to Dave, though, man. Shout out to Fan TV, Dave. First call... Patch moon right now. Introduce yourself, young sir. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Hey, what's up? How you doing? All right, yo. I love the game. Yeah, got it. Yo, introduce yourself, man. Introduce yourself. I don't have any name oh, tags here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, Matt from Sarasota. What's going on, Matt? Yeah, I love this game. I, I'm so impressed with Mike Miller. All the changes that he's put in there and the coaching and the just the outstanding timeout. 
yeah. where the, where you think the Knicks are going to falter, and he just puts it together. I mean, he, he just seems to get it. He's a better X's and O's coach than um, than Fizdale ever was, and I think the Knicks are going to win quite a few ball games with uh, with Miller as the coach. I think he's a very heady coach. Uh, Mitchell Robinson was a beast tonight. Oh man, Mitchell's so good. <laughs> oh, I loved it, and just demolishing it, the Hawks like that. You know, those are teams that we're supposed to beat. And we actually got it tonight. I mean, from the wire to wire, we we were on top of them. Yeah. You know, and I, I said, let's, let's ride Miller. I mean, I was so pro-Van Gundy before, but what I'm seeing out of this guy Miller is that he, he really gets it. You know, there's something about this coach. I mean, he's coached for a long time at all levels. Yeah. And I think he sees it. I think he knows how to manage the game a lot more effectively than people give him credit for. And, um, you know, I, I really still am behind Alfred Payton, mm-hmm. too. But I think I think Smith has got the talent. If he could, you know, get back to the guy that played for Dallas, we'd really have something at the point with those two guys. And I'd love to see that. And I wouldn't put more or... Um, more to Randall on the trading block. I think both those guys are way too valuable. Even though Randall has been a little bit out of control at times, he's still a dominant guy. Yeah. And he had another good game. Yeah, I feel you, man. Like it's 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 hard because you get um you get attached to these players. And Morris seems like he really wants to be here, but still our best case scenario is kind of trading him and bringing him back later um but you know what i really want to see what miller does first i uh, i want to push this closer to the trade deadline to see what we really have yeah. um not to say not to say no to trading him all, all together but like of course like if there's no hope of going to the playoffs I, i'm not saying we're gonna make the playoffs because it's, it's a long it's a long 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 shot but i just want to see how far we can push this team and um if not for anything, just to see, even if you can raise some trade value here, you know what I mean, and see what we can get back. But um, if it goes, if if we overachieve, definitely, then if something miracle happens and we overachieve, definitely, I think we should keep them here. But if it's like no way we're making it, which I don't think we will, then I still feel like we might have to trade them, even though it hurts me. And I, I'm hoping they'll have a heart to heart with this man and be like, "Yo, still come back. We'll give you." A three-year deal for uh, for for twenty million or something, and you'd be happy with that. I'm hoping that's my, that's my best case scenario. Yeah, I talked to a lot of my friends in New York, uh, and I got to tell you, they're all the same opinion that you got to build around guys like this. You need your, your combination of your vets that are really successful, playoff experience, and your rook. That's how you make the rookies better. You know, they Absolutely. need the leadership. And, you know, that, that's what Morris brings. It brings playoff experience from Boston. And, you know, and I know you got a lot of calls. You probably got, you know, got a lot of guys calling in tonight. But that's just the way I feel. I, don't, I think Morris, more so than Randall is a keeper. I think Morris just, you know, is just a guy that wants to be here. And, you know, Randall would have to refine his game and get more used to New York. 
you know, in order to really uh, have a, a successful impact against the better teams. Right. You know, but I think Morris is a game changer right now. And I'm not so high on Knox. Even though Knox had a decent game tonight, and I will give him credit, he's a spot-up shooter, and he's horrible on defense, just atrocious. Um, yeah, but I don't... Like you said, Trey, 42 against us tonight. Trey Young just absolutely uh, blitzed our, our point guard. Yeah, but, I mean... We, and, you know... Yeah, I mean, he had no help. He had no help. Appreciate the call. I'm sorry, man. I got a no, lot. Trey Young just absolutely uh, blitzed our, our point guard. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, man. Sorry, appreciate the call, man. Uh, there's a lot of people in the queue, so I gotta keep it moving. But yeah, um, Trey Young did absolutely kill us in the, in the pick and roll. Um, it's okay, it's okay. But uh, as long as we got this win, we did what we were supposed to do. We did everything else right. We kept the ball moving. Um, we kept the ball moving. Mike Miller made the right timeouts. We made shots. People made three-pointers, man. People made three-pointers. And it's all that matters is we really got the win. We didn't fall down to the competition. We were consistent and scored 143 points. So even though it is lesser competition, we did everything we were supposed to do to the, to the best of our ability and can ask for more than that. I appreciate your call. Uh, next Caller, hey, can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, what's going on? What's up, Jay Ellis? You know what this is, right? Yes, I, this is um, all right. The people's champ, bro. Come on, you know this. <laughs> what's going on, man? <laughs> not much, man. Not much, man. What? A, can't believe we. I can't believe we won a, by like thirty points tonight, man. That's, Crazy. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I think. I think. I know you told him about the CP curse, but I. Ever since Clyde stopped calling the games, we've been on a little hot streak. <laughs> I think it's a Clyde. I think it's a Clyde. A Clyde. A Clyde Frazier curse. Uh, <laughs> okay, my man, Clyde, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, so just like one thing that stood out to me, um, <clears throat> you know, obviously we've been playing very competitive basketball the past five games. Um, besides the Portland game, we've been in every game. We could have easily been 5-1 and one, um, if we had a little bit more of a closer. But, you know, something that I thought, thought was interesting today is that, like, we were up by, like, I think it was, like, 30 points. And then, like, someone got caught going back door. And, like, Mike Miller called a timeout. And yeah. he was, like, pissed. Yes. And, and like, and like you know what I mean? Like David Fisdale would have never done that. David Fisdale would been never. Laughing. <laughs> he would have been down thirty. He was he like David Fisdale's down thirty. He's laughing, and then we're up thirty with Mike Miller, and we get caught back door, and he calls the timeout. You know what I mean? That's what and we he challenged. Uh, challenged uh, the Alfred Payton steal. We're up by like thirty-five points at that point, and he challenged the Alfred Payton steal. It's just a different. It's just a different energy. I don't. I, I. You know. I think it's just like. I don't know what it is, man. I mean. I think that um, you know, we have, obviously I think we Mike Miller should stay for the rest of the year. That's obvious. Um, I don't think there's any reason to make it. I don't think there's any reason to make an in-season head coaching change. Um, see how he does. But um, you know what I would say is this though. I. I you know I'm happy they won. 
and you know I think everyone's feeling nice right now but hell yeah you know don't let this just don't let this distract you from the fact that Steve Mills is still the president of this basketball team <laughs> like you I gotta remember want to like I don't want to I don't want to get like too happy right now and all this stuff you know and all this and, and, and just be like you know Fizdale was the problem I mean it is looking like Fizdale was a bigger problem than yeah. we thought yeah. but you know at, at the end of the at the end of the day you know, we have to we have to we have to keep our eyes on the big on the big on the big things. And you know, Steve Mills is still here. And you know, obviously we love to win, but you know, unfortunately, it's kind of like the more we win, the more right Steve Mills looks in firing David Fizdale, even though right. we hired him initially. So it's still kind of on him. But you know, I think that's something that we have to look out for, man. Uh, you know, we can't have we can't have Steve Mills, you know, making our next, next draft pick trying to like. You know, trade trade these guys. I think, you know, I think we have to really get them out of town. I don't know what what do you think about that. I mean, it's 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 the gift and the curse, man. As long as we're winning, Steve Mills' jobs is safe. So, and it looks like Miller is saving his job right now. I'm not too worried about the picks because we've picked okay so far. Um, last year, uh, you definitely say that Mitchell Robinson was a steal. Um, Trier. Even though he's not getting any minutes right now, he's performed last year better than anyone expected. So I'm not too afraid of the picks from these guys. But um, yeah, like I I would rather Mills go though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and one last thing. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, you know, I I know we talk about like I know we hear in the rumors about the Clippers trade with with Morris, right? For that for the Clippers pick, right? Right. I mean, listen, I'm all I'm all for trading. I think we have to trade Morris. I think we should do like a Chapman type of thing and just like kind of like you know trade him and 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 basically overpay him for one for another like two year player option deal or one and one right um in the summer and overpay overpay for him. But I don't know if the Clippers first round and pick is enough for me, man. That's going to be like the 28th pick or something like that. Like, I want a higher pick. I don't know about you, but the way he's playing, he's put, like, if he was on a winning team, he's, he's playing like a borderline all-star right now. And, like, you know, I, I want to be higher in the first round than just the Clippers pick. You know what I mean? You think we can get, you think we can get, like, I'm not saying a lottery pick, but you think we can get, like, a better pick than the Clippers um, for Morris if he keeps on playing like this? I'm not sure. I mean, it depends on who who's in that bidding war next season and, and whoever's in the bidding war who, who has picks left. I'm not sure who has picks left off the top of my mind. I know AKC, OKC has a bunch of picks. Um, does the Heat have picks? I'm not sure what their situation is like because I know there's somebody who who um, is kind of surprising people and maybe maybe they want extra piece. Definitely look at Portland, but um, yeah, I'm not sure, man. Like, and that's the thing with these teams that are winning. Like you're not going to get a high pick from those type of teams, so I mean, it kind of right. is what it is. Like we're 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 going to get a low twenties regardless because uh, other lottery teams are in the same position we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. I just think we could get more for him if we're gonna get if we're gonna get like the low like a, a late a late or like a you know like the Clippers first round pick. I want another asset from them. I want a second round pick too or something like that. I just don't think that's enough. And whatever, the last thing I want to say before you have the phone is that, you know, it looks like the writing is on the wall and that the Knicks are going to trade Alonzo Trier. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if they trade him for a second-round pick, 
It's going to be one of the worst moves the Knicks have ever done. I'm telling you right now, he's going to turn into a... I would not be surprised, honestly, if he turns into an all-star caliber scorer. And if we trade him for a second-round pick, that is going to be goddamn atrocious. And that is why I need Steve Mills out right now, because that would just be awful. All right. All right, man. Yo, thanks. All right for your call, dog. Yeah, man. Good talk, man. Talk to you later. All right, later. Yeah, ISO Zoe, ISO is a conundrum. I don't really know what his trade value is. Uh, I would not be surprised if he's an all-star. I would not be surprised if he's a Lou Williams type of player. He could be one of those things, anything in between. Um, if you looked at the redraft from last year, when it came to the end of the year, I feel like they had Alonzo, Alonzo going in the first round. But I'm curious to see what the lack of playing time has done to his value when it comes to the trade deadline. But, like, one of these shooting guards has to go. That's for sure. I know that. One one of these shooting guards absolutely has to go. So, at some point, either Alonzo probably has to go or maybe even Dotson, even though I want Dotson to stay. Keep Dot, free Dot, goddammit. But too many shooting guards here in the first place. We also have um, Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock is actually returned. He practiced for the first time ever. So we don't know what's going to happen with him. And we have to make room. So Marcus Morris has to go. Uh, most likely. We'll see. We'll see what's going to happen, man. We will see. But somebody... I, during the trade deadline, I would suspect some shooting guards would have to be going. And some veterans. It remains to be seen which ones it will be. All right, next caller. I do not see your names up here. Hello. No, no Dave tonight. Hey, say your name. Where you from? Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? This is Vinny. I'm from the Bronx. Yo, what's going yeah. on, Vinny? Yo, what's up? Um, Yeah, so, damn, this is, we had, this is a hell of a victory right here. Um, yeah, man. You, you gotta take this word as it comes, and and even this is this this guy Miller, man. He's, he, I I think I like like he's really good. Like 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 execution, actually and all. He he's you know he 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 he's making he's making it work for what it counts. He's using he's using the most of his of of all of the guys that he could, and I think I I just want to ask you like 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 like. If you know if management turns over whatever the case may be, like I wouldn't want him to be collateral in that because when management turns over, they're, they're like, I right, they're gonna get their own guys. So say you get like Missouri, or you know uh, the, the guy from Toronto, rather, or whoever 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 that you're gonna pick as your exec, you wouldn't want you wouldn't I, you wouldn't would you if it means if if it means getting certain guys with does it like would you want Miller to be turned over? No, nah, you know he's doing good. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To answer your question, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I do not want Miller to go. I don't care who we have here. I would hope they would give him like a kind of a grace period to see, like, yeah. if it, 
actually evaluate his performance as he was with the Knicks compared to David Fisdale, uh, see his record he had with the G League, see the record he had with the NBA in, uh, in college, and consider everything and not just straight on going for the, the next big name or who they, you know, right. seem to be. Yeah, like I want, I want some continuity. Like the bad thing about the David Fisdale thing was this continuity loss, and when there's continuity loss, there's always questions about what direction. Uh, this franchise is going to go in, so I would prefer some continuity. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. And right. and we got, we have this guy Miller here, and, and you, you want to see what he can do. You want to you want you want to see what results he can bring in. He's at 500 right now. 3-3, three, three, and he's, you know, he's, it, like it's, and the other guy, he said, you know, we could have been 5-1, or, you know, or it's, that's certain pieces, but we've been competitive with him, and he's used, that means he's using the guys, and they work with him, and, they, and he works with them, so it's working. I'm not gonna, you, if if it's not broken, I'm not gonna fix it. Just t- don't touch it. Don't touch it at right. that point. So that's all. That's what you call, That's all I want to call about. I'm all right. so happy about that. Take it one day at a time. Let's go next, man. Shit, you're gonna be pain. Right, pain, yo. bro. Just pain. All right, yo. Salute, salute, salute. Thanks, thanks for calling in, man. Take care. All right. No problem, guys. Great work. Take care, bro. All right. Yo, salute to the chat, man. Uh, sh- shout out to Alexa for the super chat. $10 super chat. Thank you very much. Uh, if you are a diehard Knicks fan, this is the place for you. This is a place for the fans and die fans. We give you that live Knicks coverage, Knicks news, and we are live after every game. So hit that thumbs up button. Enjoy this win and celebrate with your, with your boy, Jay Ellis. And you know what? Hit that thumbs up button for CP as well. He's out in California um, traveling on all that stuff. So shout out to CP. Hit the thumbs up for CP as well. And just to clarify, on the Reggie Bullock situation, Reggie Bullock, uh, his medical update, his, he had cervical surgery and he's been cleared for full practice and participation. So he will be practicing tomorrow. So that'll be one more person to juggle in the lineup. It'll be interesting to see who we trade to make room for who and who will end up being the rotation. That is all. Next call, we got a lot of callers in the queue. You got to state your name. I do not have your name here. Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, it's um, Anthony from Washite. What's going on, Anthony? State your facts. Not much. Not much. Um, no, I just wanted to talk about, uh, you know, where we're headed. You know, I think that it's important. You know, people want to keep Morris, and I get it. You know, he wants to be in New York, and not so many people want to be here. But I think it's important, especially where we are in the rebuild, to get as many assets as possible. You know, that's how great teams become great teams. Uh, building through the draft and just developing as much assets as you can. And I think that we have to make a run at Masai Ujiri from Toronto. I think that he automatically legitimizes the Knicks. Um, I think that totally uh, changes our culture. And I think in order to get him, we're going to have to give draft picks. So trading Morris, even Randall, if we have to, Peyton, whoever it has to be, I think getting the most picks as we can is the best direction to go. It's not like we're built to contend now. It's not like we're built to contend next year. We have to start making the right moves to develop our players and to get more assets. Well, that's just how you build a team. Just through the draft and just getting the most assets as possible. 
So I just want to know what you thought about us getting, possibly making a run at Masai Ujiri, and would you be willing to give up, you know, uh, draft picks for him? Yeah, I would be able, man. All right, so I would give up a first round pick for Ujiri for sure. Two, I don't know, man. Two first round draft picks. Knicks work hard for this, man. We hardly get to keep ours in the first place. So, like, if we if push comes to shove, Mills Mills' job is uh is is not secure. I might make a run at Sam Presti if Masai Mijiri is, is too rich for my blood. I might go with that route because you know two first rounders is like come on, dog. That's all we have right now. So I mean, you kind of have to. That's my opinion. I'm not sure if. Yeah, I don't think two 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 to me is too much. Two to me is too much. I would definitely do one. Two is a little much. Like, I, maybe it's me because I'm still butthurt that they they killed us in that Bayarni trade. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we're feeling the burn from that still. Yeah, you know? and that's the other thing. You know, we always we can never be the winners in trades. I'm I hate that. Like, I want us to finally be able to to fleece the team. And Masai brings you that. You know, Steve Mills has been around through all of our losing. He hasn't really done much for us. So I, I feel regardless of how the season goes, he should be out. I don't think even constructing the team that he constructed, it wasn't everybody felt like we were going to be where we're at. And I just feel like he doesn't make the right moves. And real quick, the point somebody else made about trading Morris for a potentially higher pick is going to be hard. No tanking team is going to want to get Morris yeah. for a rental. It's going to be contending teams that are, yeah, make no, you know, so, you know, we just got to get what we can, I feel like. Getting, you know, just trade Morris, and if he really likes being here so much, he can come back next year. Yeah, but, man. You know. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Like, I've been I've been the advocate of keeping Morris, but we have to, man. We've been burned so many times. I keep thinking about the Noah Vonley situation when – when the 76ers won and we kept him and he walked and, and other situations. I appreciate your call, man. I keep going. I'm keep going. I appreciate your call. But I keep thinking, about, I, keep thinking I think about the Vonley situation and other situations that happened to the Knicks when we didn't capitalize on um, our assets. And being that we're we're only a seven-win team right now, I feel like we kind of have to make a move. Um, I know it's been in the news that Randall's also been part of the the trade, the trade uh, situation. Like he's also been in the trade rumors. I've heard that the Knicks are open to trading Randall, but that's a stretch. I'm not sure if that's gonna happen. He's still kind of young. He has two years in the contract, and I just don't I don't see Randall moving. I don't see it. I see Morris for sure. Next call coming up. You, what's going on? Yo, can you hear me? All right, can you hear me? Yo, you live on the show? Yeah, Jill, if you still have me on the line, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Hang up, please. Hang up. <laughs> I don't have I don't have names on here. I just see numbers. All right, cool. You know what? Let me hit the X then instead of the, the mute. All right. Next caller. Yo, who's this? Hello. 
Yo, who's this? Hello? Yo. Yo, is this me? It's Jack from Pittsburgh. What's going on, Jack from Pittsburgh? State your purpose. What you got to say? Uh, the thing is, though, I'm just going to be honest with you. Okay. I think the season's over. I think the season's over. And I think there's, there's, we're building for seasons to come. And I think our young core is strong. But I think there's two players that we cannot get rid of under any circumstances. Okay. That's R.J. Barrett, and most importantly to me, Mitchell Robinson. Right. I think if we want to be good for years to come, Mitchell Robinson, I think, is probably the biggest steal. He's, if we can develop him, he can be one of the best centers in the league. And R.J. Barrett's a stud. So I think if we just keep those two and build around them, I don't. I think we'll have the best young core in the league. So you're saying everybody else is on the trade block besides those two? No, I'm not saying they're on the trade block. I'm just saying... If we want to win for the next couple of years, like JLs, mm-hmm. I think those are the two we need to keep. Like we can keep other players, but those two, like we can trade other players, but those are two players that we can't trade under any circumstances, in my opinion. All right, I agree. I agree with you. And salute. Thanks for the call. Short and sweet. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you, man. Like if if you really think about who has the highest ceilings on this squad, it is R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson. Uh, everybody else to kind of have uh, a role player is type role. I mean, even though Mitch does have a role player type role, the impact he has as a role player can be phenomenal. Today's give you twenty and over twenty and ten, and give you the blocks. But I guess that's what we really. There's not a lot of centers who have his athleticism, his height, who can guard the three point line sometimes and guard the rim. Who can kind of do what Mitch Robinson does? Um, so I, I agree with him. Those are the must keeps. I would add Dotson. I also like Frank personally, but I understand what the kid is saying. Next caller. We're gonna get through these calls, man. There's a lot of them. We gotta keep these quick. What's going on? You're live right Yo. now. What up, man? Yo, CP, you hear me? I mean, your jail. Do you hear me? Yep, I'm here. I'm right here. It's your, it's your boy. It's your boy, the devil. <laughs> Yo, Sergio. What up, bro? Yo, this devil lettuce got me fucking hyped. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's late night, right? I, yeah, I still gotta watch yeah, yeah. We're going we to nah, keep the CP rules. We're going to keep the CP rules. We're going to keep the CP rules. I do have a switchboard. I can't hang up on you. You can't go, you can't go off the rails like you did last time. All right, so let's keep it. Let's keep all right, it. all right. I promise. I'll behave. I'll all behave. Right, all right, all right. Yo, so I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with Mike. I never thought I'd be so happy to be wrong. When I first called at the beginning of the season, and I said Fizdale's firing would be devastating to this team, mm. dude, I was monumentally, epically wrong, bro. And I've never been so happy in my life, bro. I'm still the one man hive. Julius is still my guy. I spoke to him. He's been playing good. His numbers are going up every <laughs> every month. You know what I'm saying? Everything's looking nice. It's like I said, get him a point guard, use him the right way. I've been saying it all along. He's looking good. Team's looking good. Everybody's happy, but I have to agree with Ari. Don't get too hype on this Kool Aid. There's many more blowouts to come. There's many more bad games we're gonna see, but we're moving in the right direction. I'm really happy. Now I need to get Lonzo Ball and Robert Covington, bro. I don't care how we trade for them. We need those guys. I think those guys are gonna solidify this team, bro. Defense on the wing, playmaker. And some backup center from somewhere, wherever. I don't really care too much about that. I'm happy with with Taj Gibson right now. But uh, everybody's happy. Really? You know, I'm happy. You're happy. 
Matter of fact, Jay Ellis, you're looking good, brother. Oh, thank you're you, man. Good. Yo, can you do me a favor, though? Can you do me a favor? Can you cue the music? Can I don't have the, the music, I don't bro, have the music, know, dog. I, I, I don't have the music, dog. Otherwise, oh, I definitely you know would have cued it. We're going to have to start taking measures for when uh, CP's modeling his beard in California, <laughs> my dude. You know what I'm saying? He's all on the you, cover of jet, you know, modeling his beard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but man. Anyway, I'm real happy, man. I'm happy everybody else is happy. And uh, let's keep this shit moving, bro. Peace. Hey, man. Peace, man. Salute, salute, Sergio. You slipped in the curse at the end. I'll forgive you, though. Yeah, man, Julius Randle as when Mike Miller took over. Julius Randle, I mean, since Mike Miller's taken over, Julius Randle has been averaging over 20 and 10 over his last few games. Today, didn't score 20, only scored 17 and 11. But it's still fine because it's a blowout win. And he only played 22 minutes. So, theoretically, if he played more, he would have got you even more points. And he would have kept his 2010 streak alive. Shout out to Julius Randle. He is on uptick. But it is still early. We need to see what else Mike Miller can do. What other magic he can make. Alright. Next caller. We are live. Hello. Hello. Yo, what hey, up? Can you hear me? Yep. Yes, sir. Hey. Hey, JL. What's happening? Yo, what's good, Will? <laughs> Hey, my man. I love it. Now it's the CP curse. <laughs> exactly. It's the you CP know, curse the is CP going curse, down, man. man. Don't, mind, don't mind the background. I, I just got some haters in the background. They don't want to see the next CJ. Let me get to my point, man. It was a great win right here. Great win. And it's just lovely to see the team actually execute X is an O. Like, don't get me wrong. I, like, I'm, I'm with Ari. I don't want them to think, like, oh, you know, this is going to save. It, it, it was never the, the roster. It was just it's dead. No, no, no. no, no this no. roster still sucks. What? Yeah. You know? Oh, hold on. I'll let you get to it. What would you say? No, no. Keep going. Keep going. So, basically, I'm just like, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't want this to get away from it. This roster still sucks. We got way too many power forwards. Right. You know, this was like string together. This was a plan. I don't even want to call it plan B. This is probably a plan C. But <laughs> either way, you know, it, it is what it is. But this is not this is not to say that this roster doesn't need to be changed. Trade no. still needs to be made. Absolutely. Okay. Steve Mill still has to go. Yeah. Okay. I don't care. All right. Uh, but overall though, you know, I do think we do have a competent coach. I don't think he's the best I don't know if he's the best coach for the job. Maybe. I need okay. more time to see. But what I do like is he can execute X and O and the team just looks like they're starting to um, reply and respond to what you say. I like like they, like earlier, when we were up like damn near thirty points, there's somebody had there's somebody let a backside get behind them. Yeah. And exactly. instead of just letting it go like, Oh, we're up thirty, it's okay. Yeah. It's about bad habits. On some pop of yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And he called the time out. And then he went and he and he nailed whoever did that mistake. That's what I like to see. So number one, I'm just happy because it does look like this won't force uh, uh, Dolan to do a mid-season coach, which we already talked about, which would have been stupid. Yeah. But it does look like Mike Miller will be the coach for the rest of the season, and I'm okay with that. You know. But overall, man, love the show. Keep, keep doing what you're doing, man. Love, love. 
I'm happy to see you back on and just, uh, you know, love seeing Pete. I like to see the little Turks thing moving around, you know. Everybody got a little, a little bit of a Turks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everybody got a little bit of a Everybody, everybody, I'll share the curse I'll let you get back to it, Jay Ellis, man. Love the show. Keep going, man. Great job. All right, man. That's my guy with from LI. Shout out to you. you always show me OD love, man. Uh, and shout out to the chats, man. Hashtag new. If you're new to the chat, call me the hashtag new. Shout out to everybody in the chat so far. That the board online. Shout out to you. They call me Tack. Shout out to you. Delano Steele, Alexa, Craig Williams. Shout out to you guys on my regulars. Hinton Murphy. Shout out to you. Will from LI who just called in. Ari. Shout out to Big Surge. Shout out to Sakari. Shout out to everybody who was watching on the Knicks Fan TV side. We getting through these calls today. Next call. Yo. Yo. What's good, Jay man? Ellis. What up, bro? Knicks win, man. Yo. It's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy, Kyle, live from Los Angeles, man. Dog. I'm going to keep this brief. First, I didn't want to talk about Mike Miller because I couldn't trust him. I was like, you know, I've been heartbroken too many times. I don't want to trust him on coach. Nah, it's Miller time. But you got the box score. You got the box score in front of you, right? First, we said we had a problem, and we all know this, of a terrible roster that's poorly assembled of very similar players. Right. But look at that minute distribution, my guy. Look at the minute distribution. All right. Frank, all right, let's do it. Let's do Alfred it. Payton. Mm-hmm. And um, look at him. Look right. Look at how balanced that is. Yeah, Frank. It was a was... blowout win. Mm-hmm. But 29 minutes was the most played. Yeah. Who was that? 29 minutes from Mitchell Robinson, you couldn't really take him out, man. He was doing everything on the floor. And when Mitchell Robinson is on, there's nobody on in this lineup who can replace what he does when he's on, for sure. <laughs> but 29 minutes from Look, Mitchell Robinson. right? The last guy only accentuated the players' worst traits. Randall with the turnovers. RJ with, like, missing free throws. But because of this minute distribution, you can tell none of the players are tired. Even Dennis Smith Jr. got a fair chance. I would say 12 minutes is fair to give to a player that's trying to get their confidence back up, especially after all the stuff that he's gone through, right? But look at that. 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. And look at our free throw percentage, my guy. Look at our free throw percentage. I want you to talk about that for a second. All right, free throw percentage. Hmm. Look at 77% from the free throw line, which is a big deal for the Knicks considering we're dead last free throws at 67%. Uh, and especially who we got Marcus Morris, hundred percent. Julius Randle, who's the biggest oh culprit, seventy-five percent from the field, which is huge. R.J. Barrett, usually fifty percent shooter, at, at sixty-two point five, not bad. Um, but yeah, Mitch, come on, Mitch is a guard. Look at this, four for four. Oh my goodness! From the free throw line. Listen, this is how you coach a, a roster that's not tailored to. Like, that does not have a superstar. This is how exactly you do it. You give the players enough minutes to use their best possible trait and make sure that they're on the floor not too long to where they start showing their bad traits. Randall doesn't turn over that much. Right. All the point guards have been on point because none of them are tired. Like, it doesn't just have to just fall on Frank. It doesn't just have to fall on, on, on Alfred. You know, it's like balance. And then, you know, Dennis Smith Jr. can get some burn and all that. So, man, listen, like... 39-year record has been broken tonight live at the Garden. 39 years. That was the Amazing. year that Walt, uh, Walt Frazier retired. 
1980. Walt's been with us since ni- like 1980, since after retiring from the NBA. So I don't know. All I'm saying is this: I think like all the trade talks, whatever. I think it would be a damn shame if we get rid of Mike Miller right now. If we get rid of him, it would be a damn shame to see how he could develop the next upcoming roster. Yeah, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Hey, I- man, Matt. Look- Mad look to everybody. But sorry, go ahead. Make your point. No, no, no. You good? That's it's good. That's good. Right. Thanks for the call, man. Great points. All great right, points. So, Give, thanks for the history lesson. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Definitely. All right. I'm with him, man. You Mike, gotta hang me up, man. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's taking a minute. There you go. Mike Miller's our guy for sure. At least for right now, he's doing a great job with these guys, and that was a great point. We shot pretty good from the free throw line for the first time. Um, we have to keep that up. That's not coaching, though. I just feel like that's mental. When the guys are in the groove, uh, then things like that happen. That's just practice and confidence. Practice and confidence in those free throws. All right, next caller up. You're flying through these calls right now. What's going on? You're live, bro. Hey, what's up, JL? What up, bro? What's up, JL? All right, what's your name? This is Dan from, this is Dan from Long Island. Man. All right, yo. Shout out to Dan from Long Island. What's your point, man? Hey, listen, I, I was... I thought you raised a good point today. We were talking about the GM and trying to give up two first-rounders. Listen, good job, but you don't give up two first-rounders, man. Because I'll tell you right now, that late first-round pick is our new point guard, Cassius Winston. I'm, I'm not prepared to give up. I mean, I understand maybe one first-rounder, but right. the, the reality is that you're trying to build a team. You yeah. know? And I just think that what, what, what you need to do is, listen, try the next – Trying to find the next great GM is always difficult. I understand that you want to prove a commodity, but I just think that, you know, we, we need to build the team. And, and we, listen, let's be honest, too. We, we, need, to, we need to keep our picks because, let, let's be honest, we don't make great choices with our picks, right? I mean, you know, Kevin Knox may be a good player, but right now, he, you know, you look at a lot of guys who are lottery picks in his year who, who, are, who are going off the chain. He hasn't exactly done that. Yeah, he's still a kid. I understand that. But, you know, but look look how much of a difference Mitchell Robinson made for our team as a second round, right? So, like, those late first rounders, those second rounders, if you have quality in your front office. I mean, look, Denver has a whole team of second rounders. Yeah, no, that's a fact. So, I, I, and that's why I'm just not inclined. And I understand you want the name, you want that security. But the reality is we can get a good GM. It's not going to be Mills. We can get some Italian evaluators. Like I said, I, I think we have a great Italian evaluator, though he's going to have to go, is in Perry. Like, you have one right now. Yeah. So I, I, I just think we've we got to hold on to the picks. We've got to make good decisions. Let's remember this. You know, I know your last guy gave you a, a, a history lesson. <laughs> we had Donnie Walsh. We had Donnie Walsh. Donnie Walsh had a plan in effect, right? right. And then what happened? And, and we were moving forward, right? Oz Groff and all these guys. Yeah, right? man. But what happened? We, you, you, we gave up. We, we, we had to get Dolan, had to get Carmelo. And look, Carmelo gave me a lot of joy. But let's be honest. If you're looking back, you know, going away from Donnie Walsh, Donnie Walsh didn't want to get Carmelo, right? That came from Dolan. That set us back. And I'm not, I'm not hating on Carmelo. I'm simply saying is we as fans have to buy into the long-term process, and that means holding on to our picks. Because you're going to miss on some picks, right? But, but we need those picks to, to put together a team. And when you do, and if you happen to hit with a star like a Mitchell Rock, who I think Mitchell Robson will be, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're very fortunate. So I agree with you. Listen, I understand he's a big deal in Toronto. I'm not, I'm not sleeping on him in any way. But I think 
We need to, a lot of the time and giving up two is that you want to give up one? Fine. Oh, okay, yeah. maybe, but even so, I'm definitely not giving up two. And like definitely. I said, even those late first rounds, a lot of people say they hate on those late first rounds, but I'm telling you, JLs, you write this down. If we take Cassius Winston in the late first round, we're going to be very, very happy. Have All a good right. night, right? Take All right. Bye-bye. Good night to you. Good night to you. Salute, salute, salute. Yeah, like this is supposed to be a very deep draft. The word is. The word is this is a very deep draft. So to give up um, picks for this draft, I don't think would be the wisest. Especially giving up two. Um, I I would advise against it. I would definitely go for Presti. It's, it's too rich for my blood. The Raptors, they take advantage of us, man. They really do. Uh, we do really need a point guard. I'm not sure there's a point guard on the features on this team. Um, I like what DSJ did today, but I'm still not sure if he's going to be the future. And I like what Frank is doing as well, but he's right now he projects to be a role player. So I do want to see what kind of guard we can get and see if we can build for this future. Um, next caller. Next caller. Hello? Yeah, what's going on, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm calling from Vermont. Long time watcher, subscriber. All right, what's your name? About the Masai Jerry, Jeremy, Jeremy from from Vermont, right. from New York City, but I live in Vermont. Vermont. All right. About the Masai Jerry, I'm sorry to say, but your boy's a shark. We need a <laughs> shark, GM, in New York. Two first rounders for Masai. I don't feel like it's too high, because it's not like it's back to back first rounders. We could give them the the, the Dallas pick which is going to be low because they're playing good ball. And a 2024, like, I don't feel like that's too much of a price to pay to have a shark that's going to get us good players. Like, we need his direction, his, his basketball IQ, the way he robbed us in Denver, then he robbed us in Toronto. We need somebody to be robbing for us instead of robbing us all the time. I will give up two first-rounders for him, not back-to-back. I'll give up the Dallas low pick. Or even a, a first rounder, and our, our second round is going to be early too. So, an early second rounder, a 32, 33 pick, which is kind of like a late first rounder anyway, and a first round pick for a shark, that's nothing. And I'm loving Mike Miller's uh, rotation. I'm loving the way the boys are balling. Kevin Knox is balling right, right now. That had me hyped too. man. I was hyped for my boy because he's oh, yeah, looking he's bad lately. <laughs> But that's all I want to say, JL. Thank you. Thank you for listening. All right, man. No doubt, man. I, I hear you, but I'm, not, I'm I'm still I'm still not with it, man. Sam Presti's not that bad, man. He's built that OKC team pretty OKC team pretty well. I know everybody kind of kills him for that James Harden fiasco, and they kill him because they've never actually been to the finals and won it. But they've come pretty damn close a few times, and even as bad as they have been, they've never really been completely out of it. Um, and even with that CP trade, CP3 trade, they still have a, a lot of picks. So I, I like how he runs his team and in the West, too. So I think he'll do a pretty good job, man. Exactly. Presti is sitting on 15 picks right now. Shout out to Big Cirque for letting me know that. And I think you do the same thing for the Knicks, for sure. For sure, for sure. So I, I'd rather keep the extra picks, go with Sam Presti. And I still think you can make things happen. Like, OKC almost won with KD and Russell Westbrook, but things didn't work out. I think it'll be good for New York, man. I, I truly do. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not for the Raptors fleecing us again. 
All right, next call. Last call in the queue. What up? Can you hear me? Last call in the queue. Can you hear me? Last call in the queue going once. Last call in the queue going twice. All right. That is all, man. Salute, y'all. Salute everybody the Knicks Nation, man, and everybody listening. I don't know what's up with CP's chat. It seems like it's stalled. I haven't really seen new chats coming in through the YouTube window. I can see my chat well. So shout out to everybody who's watching the post-game live show. Big serve. They call me Tack. Pranav. Craig Williams. Pocket Rockets. Everybody who's in my chat right now, salute, salute, salute. Knicks win. Enjoy this win tonight while we can, man. We got a big, big, big opponent out ahead. Miami and Jimmy Butler has been killing it. And then after that, we do have to play the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks got Fizz Fire. They beat us by 40 before. This will be the revenge game. So if there's any big test for Mike Miller, it's coming up right now. So be watchful for that game. I'm going to wrap up here right now. Hope y'all enjoyed this show and enjoyed this win. Sleep, sleep tight tonight. Definitely got to watch out for the next episode of the Nick of Time show that is dropping tomorrow morning on YouTube. We talk about Mike Miller. We talk about the return of Alfred Payton. We talking about certain trade scenarios, what we do, what we not. So definitely check that out. We drop on every Wednesday. And if you want to listen to us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Twitter, on Stitcher, on Google Play, you can do that as well. We drop that episode. We're trying to start those, dropping those episodes earlier on Monday. So definitely look out for that. Hope you enjoyed our show, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Tack, Big Berg, Delano, Will from LI, everybody over here in the next fan TV chat as well. Jay Ellis signing off. I'm out of here. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.